All right, welcome back, welcome in. This is LOTL, and this is episode 101. And on tonight's episode, we're talking about the random fact of the week. Jimmy comes up with a random fact that we discuss. Then we are going to tackle the Netflix phenomenon of Tiger King. That is our poll of the week this week. The guys get into our worst sports takes ever. So that is interesting, for sure. A quick sports section from Dan, just talking about headlines going on in Cleveland sports as we go through this coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Speaking of coronavirus, Jordan goes through all of the facts and information currently with the coronavirus pandemic. Um, As always, with this going on, um, we just hope you guys stay safe, stay healthy, uh, everybody's okay. If you're starting to feel symptoms, go to the hospital, go get checked out. And uh, like I said, stay home. But first, we're talking the beer of the week, and we've got three different ones this week. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. All right, beer of the week time. A little special this week. Uh, we're doing this episode remotely, so we are at each respective houses. So we have three different beers, and we wanted to obviously support local businesses. So we got our beers from the breweries themselves. And uh, let's go around the room. Jordan and Jimmy with me. I'm Dan. This is Living Off the Land. If, you know, you didn't listen to the intro, but. Hey, Dan. What's up? How's it going, guys? This is the first time we're doing this. This is actually kind of fun. For now. I think the novelty is doing it. It'll get old after. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going, boys? So, Jordan, what do you got? Yeah. So, um, I went ahead with my favorite Noble Beast, and I ordered... It's called, I believe it's pronounced Styrian or Styrian Wolf IPA. Doesn't uh, even know what he got. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know how to pronounce that word. Um, it is brewed with Slovenian hops, uh, some other type of hops, uh, for aromas of strawberries, passion fruit with a faint woodsy finish of vanilla and coconut. Light bitterness with a soft body make this an easy drinker. I can. I can uh, can confirm that it's very easy to drink. You can confirm that it has a soft body, and also a soft body. Yes. Oh, gotcha. Uh, and it's a uh, woodsy. Um, <laughs> woodsy. I I couldn't. Piney? I can't. I I can't say that I taste the vanilla, but I feel like I could convince myself that that's the case. Uh, so I didn't know this, but this is brewed specifically for a Slovenian festival. Uh, I don't even. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. I guess I will try. Curran Tovanje. I don't know. Some. I really apologize. I have no idea how to pronounce <laughs> Slovenian words. But apparently, it's it's a it's a Slovenian um, end of winter festival, and a lot of Clevelanders celebrate it because there's a huge Slovenian population here. So this was brewed. <laughs> this there it was is. brewed for that <laughs> festival, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's my uh, beer of the week. Did really you say cool. Where, did you say uh, where it's from? Yeah, Noble Beast. Oh, okay, that. gotcha. Yeah, real quick. Uh, so you can't see this 
hilarious because we don't actually have a video going for this, but um, they get, they, I don't know if this was intentional or maybe because they ran out of cans, but, but they served my crowler in an awesome 32 ounce mason jar. So it looks really cool, actually. I kind of like this idea. I love, I love it. Jimmy, what do you got? Yes, sir. I have none other than Platform, which honestly, Ooh. I don't want to be biased or anything, give a personal favorite, because, you know, we like all Cleveland breweries, but Platform might be taking the lead as one of my favorites. Oh, um, good choice. I have a Palesner. How many Cleveland breweries have you actually had beer from? A lot. Actually, okay. a decent amount. All right. Masshead, Tossy, Platform, Fathead. That's, uh, that's, not that's, that's not a jab. Like, you're still young. Like, yeah. I'm not saying, oh, you know, you say it's the best and you don't try. I mean, I mean, I probably wouldn't have if it wasn't for you guys. So you guys are definitely uh, responsible for diversifying my palate. So uh, Palesner, it's, a, it's called New Cleveland. Oh, yeah. um, it is described as crisp, easy, and refreshing. And I got to say, they hit it right on the money there. Uh, big fan. Um, I bought this a little while ago, so I had it saved for this episode. Um, but um, yeah, anything Platform comes out with, I'm just a big fan and I will yeah, definitely try it. try it. So what do you guys think of this one? I'm sure you both had it. Uh, I mean, oh yeah, many times. It's a good beer. That's a, that's, a, that's a Platform staple beer. That's one of their like staples. Like you'll find that anywhere, anywhere Platform is sold, you're going to find New Cleveland. And I've never had uh, it until now either. I, w- so. I would also add, and I'm sure you, Dan, that it's kind of just a Cleveland beer staple. Yeah. No. But yeah. Hey, yeah. Dan, what do you have? What do I have? So I was trying to keep this a little bit of uh, Jordan deduced from my story yesterday, and he figured out where I was and where I got my beer from. Uh, I went a little bit off the beaten path, and I say that not. I say that as a way of saying we haven't done a, their beers a lot. I think we've only done Collision Bend once. <laughs> Uh, we did the Sea Town IPA, I believe, last summer. Yeah. So, you know, Jimmy did platform. I was gonna do platform, but we didn't want to do two of the same. Um, and then I was gonna do saucy, and then uh, we've done saucy a lot. Shout out to those guys; they're awesome. Um, so I decided to go Collision Bend, and I got there, which they just started canning the other day. Lake Erie Sunset American Wheat Ale. Ooh, awesome can uh, artwork as they always do. Oh yeah, collision bend. And this is like summer beer written all over it. I mean, it's a wheat beer, so obviously it's going to be great in the summertime. The can is uh, orange. It's like a I sunset. Love I love it. So good. It's very light, like the, like you know, some of like wheat beers and half of and stuff, like the the fruit orange banana flavor, just like punches you in the mouth. Right, right. This is very faint, which I like. Um, but yeah, really, really good. Awesome guys there too. Uh, shout out to the brewmaster Luke and the general manager Michael, who were there when I picked up my beer. Uh, they actually gave me free beer because I told them I was a host of a podcast. So, oh. boys, next time we See, do we this, got some perks. Just tell them you're the host of a podcast and maybe they'll give you free beer. 
Uh, but yeah, they were really cool. Tell you to scram. Yeah, they're they were really cool. They uh, like I said, they gave me gave me some free beer, uh, gave me their cards, and uh, said that they want to set up a time we can go do an episode there. Super excited about that once this all clears up. And uh, yeah, times. so those are our beers of the week. We've got Collision Bend, Noble Beast, and Platform. So everybody, get out there. Most breweries are doing delivery. Most breweries are doing free delivery. If you can't go out there, you don't want to go out, you know, with the whole stay at home order in place. Um, but they're also, if you do want to venture out and get some fresh air, you can drive on up to these breweries and uh, either order ahead of time or just place an order for a six pack and they'll give it to you right there. Pay for it and give it to you and you're on your way. So definitely do that. Um, as we're probably going to be doing this for the next several weeks. Um, we're going to continue to do this and each get our own beer from a different Cleveland brewery. So um, looking forward to that, featuring more breweries and uh, yeah, giving you guys some more options to try. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. I, and, and, and I think it's really cool. If you think the delivery thing is going to be a city thing, it's crazy how far some of the delivery, uh, re- I don't know what the word would be, like delivery limits are. Uh, for some of the, even the downtown and all city-based breweries, so don't don't let distance discourage you. Um, to if there's a place that's delivering, just check out the the limits. It's it'll probably surprise you how far they're going. Yeah, I, yeah, and I sure. gotta say, if, uh, let me add something real quick. I've had so many people like from my. I mean, you guys are obviously a little older than I am, and a lot of my friends are of you know 21, 20, 22. We'll say twenty one. Um, because <laughs> because of this podcast they've been like you know what we've learned a lot about cleveland beers and different ipas and we're not really sure what's good to drink but drink. you guys give such good recommendations and so um this is very helpful believe it or not especially to my demographic people enjoy this segment so we're really uh teaching the kids of today because i, like I am that. not very knowledgeable and you guys are so i'm just passing on the information we got to get them out of that natty light and you know, Bud Light phase that they're all probably stuck in. Yeah, I'm just getting out of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're still young, um, but young yeah, for sure. No, that's honestly that is a uh, I, I'll I'll uh, concur with you, Jimmy. That's definitely something that I've heard um, from people, and I think a lot of it also has to do with this is always our first topic of the week. Um, but I do think. You know, this is a really important part of our show, and that's, uh, you know, most most people know that Cleveland is a huge beer city, one of the biggest, not only regionally but nationally. Um, but I think we do a really good job of uh, making sure that we try out and test out like all of the breweries in Cleveland. I think mm-hmm. we could probably do a better better job of going out to the east side a little bit. But, yeah, e- even that though we have we have hit most of the east. We side. have there's most like of the handful. big ones. Yeah, yeah, there's a handful that we haven't. Um, but you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's definitely a goal once everything gets back to normal. Um, for sure. But a lot of my friends are just now discovering the Cleveland brewery scene. They don't realize how good we have it, you know, compared to other big cities. So um, this helps them and teaches them what's available. And uh, that there's more stuff than just Bud Light and your stupid White Claws. Even though hey, I'm a big hey, advocate for no, White Claws, I'm not say, knocking there's nothing them. wrong with the claws. Hey, Jimmy, right, you said right. you, you said you like platform. 
uh, they're they're probably your favorite right now. Uh, they're so. big into the they're big into the seltzer game too. So yeah, you should try You're their right. seltzers. Try their I'm, seltzers. I'm certainly not knocking it, but you know, not my first choice. <laughs> All right, so that's our beers of the week. Uh, check those out. If you do check those any of those beers out that we had this week, hit us up on social media. Let us know at the LOTL podcast. So, all right. Uh, next up on our agenda, let's get this episode rolling. Uh, we're gonna go with Jimmy's random fact of the week. What do you got, James? Yes. So I, I you know, of course, tying into um. <sighs> What's been all over the news, coronavirus, blah, blah, blah. It's hard to escape it. But I just wanted to um, bring up a couple of random facts. Well, one, but um, so it seems like day by day, which Jordan will talk about later, all the numbers, statistics, deaths, hospitalizations, just how they keep skyrocketing. Put into perspective, uh, this is, uh, you know, tightly compared to the Spanish flu. And then some people bring up the swine flu H1N1 because it was so recent, which uh, I was a victim of H1N1, not going to lie. Personal I think experience. I brought that up a couple times. Uh, so the Spanish flu number of deaths was over 50 million. Jordan, what are you doing? <laughs> you didn't know that you can change. You can put filters. <laughs> what the hell? Clip it. <laughs> We're clipping it. Yeah. Wow. How on earth did you do that? <laughs> you, you see the little... <laughs> There's a little button that like this. Sorry to, I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, it's fine. But there's it's... a little under your like box. There's a little smiley face. If you hit that, there's all these different little skins you can do. I don't even know uh, if I yeah. see one. Uh, there's no smiley face. Yeah, I don't see that. All right. Well, That's Jordan's important. just in a world of his own. Okay. So no, th- this really doesn't matter to any of you guys because you guys can't see this. Um, yeah. But Jordan is. We're, we're we have open it. We have. Do you have it, Jimmy? Oh, yeah. This is all being recorded. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're doing a uh, video chat as well while we're recording. So we can see each other's faces and, you know, for cues and stuff when we go through the episode. Yeah. But, yeah, Jordan just randomly decided to start using the filters on the uh, chat feature. Now he looks like a Puerto Rican Frank Sinatra. Yeah. <laughs> you know what he looks like? He looks like uh, uh, Miguel Felix Gallardo. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. You look at poor right. man's Pablo Escobar. Shout out Sorry. if you guys if you guys have watched Narcos Mexico, just finished Great. it. Okay. Great. Will you? What do you? Will you stop it? We're this getting off the rails. It's so entertaining. This just, is distracting. Just, everybody just ignore it. Okay. I'm just gonna keep going. Ignore him. So the yeah. Sp- Spanish flu, which is what a lot of people are comparing this to, and I believe we brought this up a couple of weeks ago too. It claimed over 50 million lives, and whereas the sw- uh, swine flu, which is another, uh, you know, terrible pandemic. Uh, there was a total of 60.8 million cases, over 274,000 hospitalizations, and right around 14,000 deaths-ish, 13 to 14,000 deaths. So um, just the fatality rate, if you compare H1N1 to Spanish flu, Spanish flu just you know takes it over uh, by a lot. And um, I well, believe... What, what it, sorry, go ahead. I, I, I had a question. I mean, the Spanish flu was probably the worst pandemic in modern... The worst. Right, yeah. like in recent, and by recent, I mean like a hundred years or something. Yeah, it, it was it was essentially you know like a plague, and it wiped out a, a ginormous uh, group of the, uh, you know set of the population, and uh, a lot of what they 
quarantine, you know, they, they did the same thing. And I believe they can, was it you, Jordan, that you were talking about comparing two different cities, how they locked down one and yeah. the other. Yeah. So St. Um, Louis was like kind of the, they did the best as far as locking down goes. Mm-hmm. I was reading about Cleveland. They apparently also did a really good job locking down Cleveland. Which yeah. we are now as well. And and also, also if you look at, uh, I don't know if this has changed. This probably has changed over the last couple of days now that cases are starting to spike a little bit. But um, uh, Ohio and Louisiana mm-hmm. both started like shutting down bars and restaurants like the same day. And uh, Ohio had far less cases and deaths than Louisiana. Yeah, as of like last week or something like that. I saw that yeah. stat too. But so um, it is. Didn't just, they trace the the Louisiana stuff probably because of Mardi Gras? Is what I was hearing. Yeah, probably. Because mm-hmm. Mar- I mean, Mardi Gras did happen while you know the virus was here. So, right, but and then St. Patrick's Day would have been our version. We shut down everything. Which, oh my God! I mean, could, back, you ma- could you imagine how wow. horribly widespread this thing would be if people were? If they didn't close down the parade, and oh my god! Looking back, going that to was, bars and stuff—that was the smartest decision of, yeah. of recent history. But, I mean, yeah. I can't take him seriously. I can't either. <laughs> this is obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyways, yeah. So, just kind of put things into perspective. Look at different fatality rates, and um, I don't know. I just hope we're staying optimistic about it all. I mean, this is why we're taking the steps here, uh, doing this remotely. And just know that it's not the Spanish flu and it's not H1N1. It seems like we're somewhere in the middle. Um, so I think we're doing a good job and we'll talk more about it uh, here in a few minutes. Yeah, just real quick, a quick preview because uh, I know we have a few other segments. But yeah, I, I have some positive news. Uh, it's going to be a lot of bad news, of course. But there's definitely some positive news news that we can look forward to uh, during the coronavirus update. Cool. Dynamite drop in, Monty. All right, let's uh, let's move on right along here. And uh, I so I saw numerous people last night, the night before, pretty much all this week, talk about this new Netflix phenomenon called Tiger King. Is that what it's called? Yes. Mm-hmm. Who here has watched Tiger King? I haven't seen the entirety, but I have started it. Okay, so Jordan has started it. I'll start tonight, for sure. I I have not started it, but apparently this is like the next big Netflix thing, and I'm guessing some of it also has to do with like everybody's watching Netflix right now because nobody has anything to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, I think it's one of those like Netflix, almost like cult classics that we're going to see that like people watch. like these like documentary shows and stuff oh, like that. Yeah, a hundred percent. hundred percent. So Jordan, if you just want to run down real quick, um, as much as you've seen so far and as much as you know, I know nothing about this. So I'm going yeah. completely cold, completely blind. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I you know, Netflix has become famous or infamous uh for their wacky documentaries. And it's like really they're really entertaining. There's so many. I feel like every Three four weeks. There's a new, a new documentary on Netflix that's like so out there, um, and or, or whether it's just bizarre or just fascinating, like making a murderer or um, 
there's been, I, of course I'm going to blank out right now, but there's been, there's been a lot of different uh, Netflix uh, documentaries that are just very entertaining, very fascinating. This is definitely following that trend and they couldn't have timed it any better because the week where almost most major cities are on lockdown, this debuts and long story short, it documents these like this one guy, a very eccentric guy who ran his own private zoo in Florida. And he's a crazy guy in, in various meanings of that word. And he's an eccentric guy who has dozens and dozens of tigers, maybe even hundreds, I don't remember. Um, and he's obsessed with like exotic animals. And he had a beef going on with uh, a lady who really disliked him and what he did and she was on the kind of the PETA side of things and and she had a sanctuary herself well she describes it as a sanctuary although if you watch the show it's a little confusing why her tigers and her are considered like her her situation is much different than his situation but i mean there's you have to watch the documentary to get what i'm talking about but anyways um and anyway, so they also kind of follow these other exotic zoo people that, you know, do all these other crazy shows with wild animals. They talk about the Zanesville, Ohio incident, if anyone remembers that in 2011, where mm -hmm. a whole bunch of wild animals escaped. Well, they were intentionally set free. So long story short, it's about this guy and his crazy escapades with his zoo and some absolutely insane drama and crimes he dabbled with. Um, and it's not a spoiler, but he's in jail, federal prison right now for some of the stuff he's done. So good. I highly recommend it. It's fascinating. You'll be annoyed. You'll be entertained you'll be laughing and then you'll be like oh that's terrible he's a terrible person like you it's just all these emotions throughout the whole thing so yeah i highly recommend say, it if you haven't seen it yet you definitely should take a peek so the one I thing i did hear about the show is uh somebody gets their arm ripped off by a tiger yep that does happen they show that well they don't they they blur out the see where attached and you can see the, oh. per the person's like in shock and then they interview the person later and definitely doesn't have his arm <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah it's it's bizarre that's the only thing i can say and then as if that wasn't weird enough he starts getting into like death threats and like a literal beef like a violent beef with that lady that is kind of trying to protest against him um, and I didn't know this, but they tell you early on in the in the, the the show, there's more tigers in the U.S. in these weird private zoos than there are in the wild. So wow. I wasn't aware that the U.S. even allowed a lot of this stuff, and I was not aware that it was this big of a problem. I guess would be the way to word that. Yeah. Um, and there's so many of these zoos. These they're quote unquote. You know, they're not really. They're really just. You know cages they house these exotic cats and i suppose they're a type of zoo but they rarely are dabbling with conservation like good zoo should i heard they're, they're fairly sorry they're like amusement parks basically i heard those tigers are like big cats whatever you want to call them um exotic cats they run pretty cheap you think they would run for a lot more yeah is that true? There's, there's a lot there's a lot of jokes with the government checks and all that that are probably going to come to us soon um they're not as expensive as you would think but yeah 
I would just, your average person probably couldn't afford them. I yeah. think if I remember seeing correctly, you could get a cub for 4,000 or it's like three a few or grand, 000. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, that's so crazy. Uh, for, for, for getting an animal that's going to grow to not long and, and, you know, you, you could drop a grand on a, on a puppy, I mean, on an expensive huh. dog, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're a hundred percent right. <laughs> Jack? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, if you, and if you think about it, like look up pictures with a human right next to a tiger they're insanely large yeah like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous mind-boggling how big they are yeah but so that was what our poll of the week was um and i highly recommend watching the show you'll be entertained and watch sports oh wait no we can't do that so no sports might as well watch we might as well mean, watch tiger king <laughs> some some things so we can't watch so there's no live sports i think I think ESPN, MLB Network, NFL Network, and all them have done a really good job of playing like uh, classic matches. Yeah, which sucks because, uh, like today they played game. MLB Network played Game Seven of the 2016 World Series. Um, mm. Yep. Rough. So, but you know, whatever. Can't win them um, all. Yeah. So Tiger King on Netflix, uh, Twitter, forty three percent said yes, I've seen it. Fifty-seven percent said no. Kind of shocking. I was actually a little. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was a little surprised by that. I'm not going to lie. As much people as I saw uh, tweeting about it, like like watching it, like I thought it was. I thought like a lot of everybody was going to say, "Yeah, I watched it. Whatever. Blah blah blah." But I don't know. I but, you know yeah, Twitter I, Twitter often distorts. I'm sure. Yeah. I'll watch it. I I might start tonight after we're done. Who knows? It sounds. It definitely sounds interesting. Yeah, it's worth watching. <laughs> Next. Jordan's back to the filters. All right. I, I mean, this podcast you look is like a, you look like a pro. You look like a pro wrestler. Yeah. Like Darby Allen from AEW. I got, a, I, got a, I got a Mexican sugar skull on right now. Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, vamos. That's what the inmates would say Orale. to Jordan if he ever went to prison. You have a Mexican Orale. sugar skull. <laughs> <laughs> make, make you hold their pocket. Yeah. Yeah. sugar skull <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right so that's yeah. our poll of the week this week um one uh one interesting thing that i wanted to get into uh before we run through some sports headlines real quick um and then talk about coronavirus and uh some updates there uh was uh actually shout out to our guest last week ryan donathan up i saw i saw him tweet about this on twitter tweet about it on Twitter. That was redundant. Um, what is your worst sports take of all time? Oh, man, this is going to be fun. So we've all had bad ones, okay? There's no shame in this because, you know, let's take our pride out of it because we've all made stupid claims on Twitter. We all have. Um, so let's just go around the room. Let's talk about it. Uh I'll go last because I think you guys know what mine is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Listeners might know too, but I'll just I'll refresh. But since you guys already know it, I'll go last. Uh, whoever wants to go first, let's hear it. I can go. Jimmy. Can go first. Um, Jimmy. So I know what Dan's is. Um, Jordan, I don't know what yours is. I'm assuming we don't have the same one. But um, so my realm for the past how many years has been more so basketball and the Cleveland Cavaliers, yada, yada, yada. Of course, why not? We had LeBron. Uh, but before LeBron came back, um, we drafted a young, nam, a, young <laughs> a young man. A young man. I'm hammered. Uh, a young man <laughs> named 
Andrew Wiggins, uh, you know, from Kansas. Oh and, I, and I believe they uh, compared him to Kobe, saying he's like the Canadian Kobe, whatever his nickname was. Um, and I believe I tweeted. Maybe I, I, I definitely told my friends. I said, LeBron doesn't need to come back. This kid's like the next big thing. Oh, God. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was the next just talent of a generation. Oh, I thought he was wow. so sick. And, of course, um, we traded him right away. And he ended up being just kind of average. Uh, uh, imagine, still, imagine saying that you don't want LeBron. Imagine that. Okay, I don't know if I said I don't want LeBron back. I said if he doesn't come back, that's fine because this kid's going to be the next big thing. And sure enough, he <laughs> was not. <laughs> or possibly just as worse. Imagine if you're uh, Kevin Love. Nope, I'll take uh, Wiggins instead. Yeah, right. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, pretty I mean, bad. Pretty I mean, bad. I mean, Ke- I mean, Kevin Love's had he's had more ups than downs, but he's had his ups and downs in his tenure with with the Cavs. But uh, we won a championship, so I mean that trumps everything. So, ob- you know, the trade exactly. obviously is well. And if if you look at Kevin Love, I, I mean, Kevin Love's defense in Game Seven alone justifies him coming over. If, if you, right, I mean, gonna be right, dramatic, right, but yeah, <laughs> nice. Jordan, jeez, I can't do it. <laughs> All right, Jordan, what's yours? This ought to be spicy. Uh, I promise I'll stop the weird filters when we get serious about coronavirus. Um, yeah, so mine is probably not what you think, but I um, oh, Tottenham's gonna win the Champions League. No, I've never, literally, never said that. I, I never. I went into that final. I would say, "All right, well, we're gonna lose, so let's get through this." Um, my probably worst take i've ever said after tom brady lost for the second time to the giants i (laughs) predicted that he would not only get traded uh but that he would decline and that the patriots were done uh and i i i believe that from the bottom of my heart i was like well he's lost two super bowls in a row and i guess this is it you know this is it and he'll he might he he might he might win more Super Bowls, but not with the Patriots. And oh, I legit believe that. I was like, I oh, he's done. A, I don't think that was a crazy thing to think at the time, considering he lost two in a row. People are like, oh wow, what's going on here? But you look back on it, it's like wow. Looking that was, back wow, on it, he was going to get traded. That's well, ridiculous. Yeah, that exactly, Dan. And mm-hmm. then the thing that I think is dumbest is just because he lost two Super Bowls, he still went to two Super Bowls yeah. and <laughs> yeah. got really close to winning both of them. That's true. Especially the one. So that's such a ridiculous like thing to judge him off of. Um, yeah. So that was probably my worst sports take. I've had other bad ones, but that's that one was real. And Twitter wasn't around. Well, I think it was around, but I didn't have a time. But that would have been something I would have tweeted. Uh, I know I would have. <laughs> that's my worst sports take. All right. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Wow. Tom Brady, Tom Brady would get traded. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. And I then, want I aged like what 30 or something, like however. Like <laughs> Yeah, I mean he was in it, he was in his uh let's see, that was when he lost the second time. That was 2010, right? Eight years ago. Yeah, so oh, he no. was like wait. He, he was, it was a 2010, I think. So he would have he was 33. So very much still now, good. Now oh, Jordan. I, I think it was 2012. Oh wait, you you might be right. It might it may have been. It might have been the 2011 season, and then the was in 2012. But yeah, so he would have been like 35 still for a quarterback. It's not 
or Tom Brady too. Yeah. That's I mean, Aaron so, Rodgers so, is thirty. Aaron Rodgers is thirty-five right now. He's still you know one of if not the best quarterback in the right. NFL. So. Still, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So and then Jimmy saying, George, and then Jimmy saying he didn't want LeBron back because Andrew Wiggins is going to be the next Kobe. That's right. So you so you said that maybe he was going to get traded. He could win another Super Bowl with another team. Do you think he wins a Super Bowl with the current team he's on, or what? Uh, um, based off of, hmm, I don't want to eat my words. I'm going to just say no. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think they'll be, deep, but I, I think I, I uh, I'm just going to say it. I don't think so. No, I don't think he will. And sure no, enough, we're going to win two not. Super Bowls. <laughs> Watch Just because yeah. Jordan said that. Shout out. Oh, Barb with the dynamite drop in right there. Um, yeah, so... All right, now to me. I, I guess I've been putting this off. You guys know it, but... Uh, I said no shame, but I really hate this. I so, hate I uh, I hate year, this guy the, so much. So I'm just here. Let's. The do year it. was 2014. <laughs> it was a very balmy. What? How old do you guys think I was? Uh, 2014. You were like yeah. 15. There you go. Yeah. Um. It wasn't that long ago. It was and I didn't know ago. you, and I didn't know you guys. Well, we can do basic math, Jimmy, for how old you are. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, I didn't so know you guys. Anyway, let, right, let, me, let me set up my story. Okay. It's, it was, it was springtime in 2014. <laughs> it's a very balmy evening. The future of the Cleveland Browns hung in the balance with two first-round picks. I was at a bar in Parma, and. I was secretly hoping, I had told no one up to this point, secretly hoping that the Browns would draft a certain somebody. And this is where, the, the, the take is already terrible, but this is where it gets real bad. So the Browns had picks four and eight in that draft. I wanted him to take this individual at four. <laughs> I was at a bar in Parma, no names please. I don't even know if it's still open, but uh, they didn't take him at four. I got real mad. I literally, I stormed out of the bar and I went home. Oh my goodness. They still had pick eight coming. <laughs> I was at home. Couldn't sit down. I was so nervous. He was still on the board, still on the board. Get to pick eight. Didn't pick him. Took somebody else. I lost my damn mind because at this point I knew we're not going to get him because we don't have another pick until the second round, blah, blah, blah. And then he started dropping. He started dropping. And they kept showing him in the green room, checking his phone, hoping to get the call, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, you know, 2014, we had Twitter at that point. So I was on my phone. I was looking. I start seeing rumors about the Browns trading up again into the first round. I'm like, no way. This is not going to happen. No effing way. And then... Pick 22 comes up, and I see it was the Eagles that had it. And all of a sudden, I see the logo change to the Browns. I peed my pants. I'm like, they're going to take him. They're going to take him. They're going to take him. So the commissioner comes up, and I don't have it on the soundboard. I probably should have it. Uh, The commissioner comes uh, 
walking up on the podium. So this is where you start getting really, really nervous because you don't know at this point. You still don't know. Twitter hasn't leaked it yet. Uh, and you start to hear the... Uh, You start to hear the commissioner say, we've had a trade. Now on the clock, the Cleveland Browns. And then he says. With the 22nd pick in the 2014 NFL draft, the Cleveland Browns select Johnny Manziel. I lost my damn mind. Rightfully so. Like, I was screaming. I was jumping up and down. Like I said, it was a balmy night. So all of our windows were open. We didn't put the the air conditioners in yet. (laughs) I was running around the house screaming like, oh, my God, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Oh God! Neighbors were being like, "Is he all right? Is he all right?" Paul was there. Oh. Steve was there. Those were my roommates at the time. I was screaming. Terrible. And uh, then we all know uh, what happens next. And uh, the next two years were absolute hell. Uh, he was apparently an alcoholic. Allegedly, he was apparently a drug addict. Allegedly, <laughs> well, actually, I don't know. If it's allegedly because uh, we went to rehab. I, I, I wouldn't like, say allegedly. Yeah, I feel like that's not a. Uh, and he washed out. So, yeah. That was my worst sports take of all time. I mean, I think that might be the worst of them saying that we're going to the Super Bowl with a druggie and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even really Allegedly. The part of, that wasn't even really part of the take, though. It was just the, it was just the fact that like I out. lost my mind and was so happy that we drafted Johnny. You know, I mean, Browns there's are back, blah blah blah. I mean, there's like, a video of me and my friends watching that draft, and we're at my buddy Max's house. Shout out Cleveland. Uh, his middle name's Cleveland, by the way, which we will have him on the podcast. And if you're listening, it's a guarantee. Um, anyways, we were watching at his house, and I'm literally holding my friend in my arms. And um, same thing, 22nd pick in 2014 draft. Cleveland Browns like Johnny Manziel. We all just freak out. It's on Twitter somewhere. Uh, so we, yeah, we all had the same reaction. Wow. But, um, you got, I feel, I feel like you guys were all like younger. You got caught up in like the cool factor with him, and like, yeah, him being, like sure. swagged out, you know, money signs and all this BS. Oh, for sure. like, for I sure. legitimately thought he was good. <laughs> I mean, he was yeah. in college. You yeah, know, he, he was. was in college. That's that's because he could run around in the backfield and just chuck the ball up in the air. And he had like a seven foot receiver in Mike Evans who just caught everything he threw up into the air. Yeah, what a he's he wasn't actually a good football player. What a turn of events for those two. Mike Evans, Johnny oh, Mansell, polar <laughs> opposite careers. I mean I feel like I need to do do this to myself because you guys can't do it. Stupid idiot. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's very fair, actually. Yeah, you dumbass. Here's this one. Dumb, this is the one. This is the one. This is the new one. Guess what? He missed it. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? He missed it. Yeah, that's a mistake. This is me now thinking about it. 
That sounds creepy. <laughs> all right, so that's our yeah, that's our worst uh, sports takes. Um, they're they're all very bad. Uh, I will go ahead and nom- like I said, no shame. I will nominate myself as having the worst take of all time. Although I'm I, not going to lie, I think so. Jordan saying that the Patriots should trade Tom Brady is kind of up there. That was pretty bad. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. If you guys want to let us know, just tweet at us. Tweet at at the LOTL podcast what your worst sports take was, and uh, yeah, we'd love to hear it because let's be honest, there's not a Twitter account called uh, Freezing Cold Takes or whatever it is. Like it, that's not just there for no reason. Like everybody right. has bad takes, right. especially in the sports world. Oh yeah, because in reality, like we don't know. Like even the most, right. even coaches don't. You don't right. know what's gonna happen with a player or who's gonna do this. It's it's just just a lot of this is just it just plays out. Yeah, and sports is one of the most unpredictable things in in life. So yeah, you know everybody's gonna be wrong about something at some point. So. But yeah, yeah, that was uh wow. Wow. Rough. Yeah. Okay. All right. We got that out of the way, thankfully. I can <laughs> uh cleanse that from my spirit, knowing that I've let everybody know about that. Uh real quick, I just want to go over some sports uh headlines in the Cleveland realm uh before we get going with uh corona updates. Uh for the Indians. Obviously, real sad day because today would have been opening day. Uh, yeah. Not only opening day, today was like 65 and sunny, and it would have been so nice. Day. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like, not days of the past, like where we've gotten opening days snowed out and rain and cold and all that. No, it was going to be 65 and sunny today. <laughs> and this stupid virus took opening day away. Now, obviously, whenever whenever this virus passes and we can start playing sports again, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later, well, technically we'll call it opening day again, but it won't be the same. Opening day always signifies the beginning of spring and summer. And we're not going to get that because most likely opening day is probably not going to be till like May now at the earliest, but. And we have no idea where we're going to be in two months. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, so just, just highlighting real quick, uh, the 2002 home opener, which the Indians actually lost that game went 16 innings. Oh my goodness. The first game of the year, the Indians had, (laughs) so I keep having to minimize this video chat. And every time I put it, put it back up, Jordan has another filter on (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, opening day 2012 went 16 innings. The Indians actually lost that game. But imagine being a baseball manager and having to essentially uh, blow your entire bullpen on the first game. Yeah, that's insane. Wild. Chris Perez actually uh, blew the game uh, for the Indians that night. Uh, switching over to the Browns, we are getting clear and clear. new prevailing Browns. Uh, still no leaks. We don't know anything yet. <laughs> The only clues we have gotten is that um, I've been told that it's going to be a modern twist on the Browns' traditional look. Hmm. So the Browns this past time, five years ago, when they changed the they excuse me, they went for shock value. And um, 
they essentially fell off a cliff because those uniforms were awful. You don't like you don't like them. Right? A lot of people. No, there's like there's them. specific aspects of it that I don't like. I like on the home brown jerseys. I don't like the orange. Jerseys. Um, the word browns on the pants up the side is incredibly. Uh, the orange stitching on the Browns jersey, on the brown jersey, is terrible. It just looks awful. Uh, I've never liked white on white in football, so I don't like that no matter what combination it is. The only jersey of the new iteration that I liked was the orange one, and they stopped wearing those two years ago. So, I mean, they serve no purpose for me. So... I posted a uh, tweet a few days ago. Uh, somebody had posted the old jerseys. And looking back on it, it's like it's something where like when you had it, you're like, man, we could we could definitely do better. And then when you change it and you look back at it, you're like, wow, those are actually were pretty crispy. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I really like I like the color rush ones. Yeah, the color rushes were good. But again, that. That's more of a traditional type look with the stripes and the number font and all that. So I wonder if the Browns are going to go more towards that. So we'll see. But those will get unveiled before the draft. So we're looking at probably another few weeks before those get unveiled. So get ready. But they're not changing the helmet. They will never change the helmet. Uh, You'll never see a logo on the helmet, which I love. I love the fact that the Browns have a plain orange helmet with the uh, stripe up the middle. I think it's very traditional. It's very uh, classy look. So you never want to see a, a dog on there? Or like- no, absolutely not. No. Okay. I don't think. I don't think there's a good enough logo that they could come up with for a team being named Browns and having dogs as their mascot to put on the helmet. Like you're okay. a Texans fan. I I really like the Texans. But I think that fits them. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I don't I don't think putting a dog on the helmet. I love the brownie elf look. If they put that on the helmet, I think that would look stupid. I just like the classic orange helmet well, look. Oh, and, and at this point it's so traditional, it would be ridiculous to Right. To and if and that. if the Browns have been have been any good over the last twenty be considered an iconic logo because <laughs> you know the team would be really, really good. But we've sucked, so everybody's just like, Oh, it's boring, it's bland. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? Everybody loves uh, Penn State's jerseys and helmet, but they're even more bland than the Browns. But because Penn State's generally good at football, nobody says they're terrible. Alabama's are plain. <laughs> or even, even even uh, Notre Dame, they just have the gold helmets, right? Right, but that is, I, I mean, that's... Yeah, you can't change that. That is, there's nothing you can put on that helmet. I mean, that's just gold, you know? I mean, Jordan, is this how you feel on the inside? Because you look hammered right now. This cartoon self of you, like you're you're, you're you holding like- it together on the outside, but every time you take a sip, it goes back to the cartoon face, and your eyes are closed. Yeah, you look you look like um, I, 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 yeah, I don't know why the cartoon. That was weird. You look like Monsters Inc. Yeah, you oh, do. Yeah. You look like an adult Monsters Inc. Where uh, Mike Wazowski has a drinking problem. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Mike Wazowski. <laughs> But yeah, no, I like love those old Browns uniforms, and like you said, Dan, it, it's something you don't appreciate till it's gone, and then we try to right. become hip and new, and you're like, well, this is just crap, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I'm I'm very encouraged by the fact that they're saying that they're gonna it's gonna be a, a modern twist on a, on the traditional look. I don't know, I don't, I guess, 
I should say that I, I don't know if I should say I'm encouraged because I really, but we'll see. They can't be worse to me. They can't be worse than what they've been wearing the last five years. So mm-hmm. who knows? But we'll find out sooner rather than later. They they have played like clips of players seeing them, and all the players seem to really like them. So I don't know if that's a good thing. But uh, there's that old saying in sports that. If you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you play good. So hopefully that's the case. But I think that's very yeah. true. So that's what's going on in the Brown. The NFL is planning to go ahead with the original plan for the date of the draft. They're just not going to hold it in Vegas like they were and have a bunch of people there. They're just going to hold it in like a studio set setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Hubbard, Brown's offensive, offensive lineman, agreed to a major pay cut today. Um, Makes sense because he was going to get cut if he didn't agree to it. So he might, he figured he might as well keep some money and you know stay in the same spot. He's going to turn into a uh, rotational lineman for the Browns. He he started the last two years at right tackle, but he's not starting at right tackle anymore because they just signed Jack Conklin. Uh, that's pretty much it on the Browns. Um, we're just waiting for the draft. You know, obviously, I think they're still looking at left tackle for their first pick at ten, but. Who knows? They could go out and sign Trent Williams uh, or trade for Trent Williams and the Redskins, who is a dominant all pro left tackle. And then we don't know what they'll do in the draft. So, but I think the Browns are in a really good spot. I'm, I'm very, very encouraged by what uh, Andrew Barry has been able to do in free agency and all that. So we'll see what happens. Um, Nothing going on in the NBA, really. Uh, One thing of note that I just realized and remembered uh, you guys all remember uh, Richard Jefferson and Channing Fry doing their podcast road tripping. Mm-hmm. So apparently they're still doing it. I didn't know this. Oh. I figured when they were both retired, they would stop doing it, but they're still doing it. <clears throat> and their episode today, they had LeBron on. Ooh. So that's actually a really good uh, listen. I'm probably going to listen tomorrow while I'm working at home. Um, but they they actually talked a decent amount about Cleveland. LeBron said, I just saw some like small like one minute clippets of it, and uh, he said he talked about how much he was looking forward to coming back and playing in Cleveland. They were at, the Lakers were actually supposed to be playing the Cavs in Cleveland tonight. Um, you know they talked about Fred McLeod after his tragic passing and all. Ron talked, you know, giving a little tribute to Fred. And, um, wasn't real quick. Wasn't Allie Clifton also on that? Did I yeah, see that? Yeah, she's 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 one of the co-hosts too. She was on there. Ooh, okay. Um, but they also just reminisced about old Cleveland stuff. They also, uh, LeBron, they talked about uh, what the NBA is going to need to do when they come back. Um, I, so those are just some of the bullet points that I read that are in the episode. So I'm, I'm really interested to uh, listen to that. that yeah. That's pretty much it for the NBA. There's nothing going on in the NBA. But, but uh, so yeah, I was pretty much. Men- I was going to no, answer go that, Dan. So LeBron did tweet, and it got an absurd amount of love. It got uh, over. Over 47,000 likes, uh, almost 4,000 retweets, he said. Was so looking forward to being back in Cleveland tonight, playing in front of my family, friends, and fans. I spent 11 years of my career with. Always a special place in my heart. Until next time, hashtag the kid from Akron, 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 and hashtag stay safe. So it's kind of a bummer. I saw a lot of my friends talking about it. It would have been fun to see him play in Cleveland again in the Lakers uniform. Yeah. I'm sure he would have got a ton of love and recognition. So, Oh, absolutely. Until next time. Until next year. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty much going to do it with sports. Um, 
Yeah. So, Jordan, you want to uh, take it away with some uh, corona? Yeah, I will. I will. All right. So, oh boy, what is this week? Almost week three of this, or so? At least week two. This is. We are ending the second week since things start shutting down, right? Bar, yeah, bars shut down. Not but last Sunday, Sunday but the Sunday before. So we're like a week and a half into everything getting shut down. Oh, it feels like it's been two months. But anyways. Oh, I know. Um, For real. Okay, so let's do this. Uh, all these updates, the, the numerical updates are... Well, first the... of all, first of all, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean to cut you off, Jordan, but uh, like, how are you guys doing? Like, how's... Oh. We're quarantined. Uh, we're not supposed to be going out. Like, I know for me, I'm going completely stir crazy. Thankfully, I have a dog that I can go out and take on walks and stuff. But like, yeah, I, I, I get I, that. I, I can't like sit down. Like, like I, I know I said I'm going to start Tiger King probably tonight, but like I'm getting so restless sitting down on the couch and like watching like Netflix and TV shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah for me, I, I'm pretty much of I do benefit of uh, my. My job, the financial industry is considered essential. So I actually have to go in for about three hours a day. So weirdly enough, it's actually kind of nice to do that. It gives me a little bit of a sense of normalcy. But, you know, I have it's so weird not having gone out to eat or go to to a bar or something for this this amount of time. So, um, yeah, that's weird. But I think I have a little workout and exercise routine that I'm working on that might help just at least me help me stay healthier. I just bought a ton of healthier food, including salad stuff. So I'm, I'm trying to at least take care of my body in the meantime. But yeah, I don't know. This is going to be a long few months. I'm sure we all know that. Yeah. Jimmy, any anything yeah. different or? Um, I mean, besides the fact that uh, my last semester of college is pretty much over, which is kind of a bummer in itself. Um, I'm not too crazy upset about it, considering I've bounced around school to school. So um, I, it's a little different for my friends that have been at, you know, same school for four years, have developed those relationships. You're not uh, going to really be sucks. able to walk at commencement. They're not going to have a commencement. Not until they're saying like mid to late summer. So we got an email saying it's postponed until the foreseeable future. So okay, that's kind so of they a, are going to do it. Yeah, they'll do it, which is a bummer. But um, right. for like seniors and seniors in high school who are you know athletes, it sucks. But um, for me, uh, I don't know. I feel kind of I don't mind it a crazy amount. You know, I'll go on a walk or I have a piano that I've been practicing for a while now. So I'm teaching myself something new. I know I've heard plenty of people say take advantage of the time. Like yeah. It's easy to go a little insane or become a little bored. So do something you've never done before. Learn a new skill, cook. I don't know. Something you thought you never had time for. Really utilize it now. Capitalize on this opportunity. So I've been doing that. A lot of video games. A lot of Grand Theft Auto, which is my like favorite game of all time now. Nice. Um, which one? Nice. Five. GTA Five. Nice. So I'm on there, you know, for hours <laughs> every night. Probably not the best. I have a basketball hoop in my backyard, so I keep myself busy. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as everybody else. It just seems like routine. It's like Groundhog's Day. Not really sure what day of the week it is sometimes. It just all kind of blends together. So hopefully not too much longer. But 
it's really it's really nice for something like this to have that sense of community and Twitter because it feels like we're all just going through the same thing and, and right, you get some right. comedic relief out of it. Yeah. So, um, oh, definitely. I spent so much time on my phone. It's it's kind of disgusting. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, I get the uh, every week I get the screen report updates. Yeah. It it's absurd up. how much how much time I've spent on my phone compared to like a normal week. Mm-hmm. I think everybody can relate, but um, yeah. yeah, man, it's just important to find a nice little routine that can be considered normal in a time like this and stick with it and try to entertain yourself, I guess. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, sirs. All right. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, right. Jordan. I just thought it'd be cool to no, get a quick, quick no, update. I like this. Yeah. No, you're right. This is a good idea. Um, kind of bounce ideas off each other too as well. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start with the Ohio updates. We're going to go national. Then we're going to go worldwide. Okay. So first, and all these, all this information comes from the Department of Health. They have a great website, by the way. Um, maybe we'll tweet it or something. Uh, it's really good. And it has, they update it every day at like two o'clock or something. So there are 867 cases with 15 deaths and 91 patients that are in the ICU. Um, in total, about 223 Ohioans are hospitalized. So on the surface, we're not one of the worst states compared to some of the other states like New York and Louisiana and Washington, even Michigan. Um, although there's some d- discussion that maybe if we tested more people, we'd have high, you know, like it might just be that weird thing where we're just not testing enough people. So there could be a lot more, which is what they're predicting anyways. Uh, Dr. Amy Acton, who has been a massive figure in this, uh, and as far as for Ohioans, uh, she's just one of those people that when you see her talk, I get a little more relaxed in some ways, even if she's saying some scary information, she just has that presence. And I really, right. really appreciate I just appreciate her uh, taking the reins during this time and really pleading towards to everyone to stay in and giving us tips and updates. So it's really cool. Anyways, uh, she is predicting, unfortunately, that at its peak, Ohio could see six to eight thousand cases a day. So uh, I don't even know when that's supposed to happen, but that's kind of the prediction at this point. Hopefully that doesn't happen, but that's what they're predicting. Shelter in place is in Ohio. So we all know what that means already. Non-essential business is shut down. Uh, Grocery stores, liquor stores, beer stores, vets, department stores like Target and Walmart uh, and places like that are still open. Um, And only essential workers are actually legally allowed to go to work. Uh, In fact, I have to have a letter that our CEO uh, wrote to give to police if I were to get pulled over. Um, although I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, child care services are shut down, which is causing huge, huge problems for parents. Now, one positive is a lot of parents are working from home. So at least, but, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of bad situations with children and, and families that we're not realizing um, how much of a burden this is. And that's why I believe all, Cleveland and most of the state, if not the whole state, is giving out free lunches in certain areas for children that might be homeless or not have a good family situation. Um, two downtown hotels have shut down in West and Cleveland. And I don't know what hotel this is, but it's called Kimpton Showfield Hotel. Uh, and the word on the street is the Marriott is posed to close uh, Friday. Local 
business is in a critically dangerous spot, as that's not a surprise. 187,000 people have filed employment in the last, like, I think, week. Compare that to 319,000 for the whole year last year. So it's pretty bad for a lot of people. Ohio legislature actually passed a coronavirus relief bill. Uh, this mainly affects just how government's going to run, but it also, one interesting thing is they're going to give nursing students, uh, basically they're going to give them their license a little faster than normal. Um, and a few other things like that. Right. Hmm. Uh, and so let's go to some worldwide numbers real quick. Worldwide, the estimate by the WHO is saying world health organization is estimating about 512,000 people are infected worldwide. 23,000 deaths. The majority of that have come from Italy, believe it or not. Um, and Spain is pretty bad right now. The U.S. is actually third as far as the most cases go. The national numbers as of today are 81,000 cases. That actually uh, just changed, by the way. So the U.S. Oh. actually has the most. Oh, wow. What do we have now? Do you know the number? It's like 82,000, I think. Okay. Yeah, that would, that makes sense because China, yeah. I think, capped off around 80,000. So... Uh, yeah, so I, I, uh, total number like of it. cases. Yes, we have the most. Uh, Italy, Italy has a higher percentage of people that has it. Obviously, we have oh, five yeah. times and, the amount of people that Italy has, and they and, have it, almost the Italy's same death, cases. I think Italy's death rate is around ten percent. Oh well, yeah. I mean that that's just because Italy has the highest uh, right, density population of elderly people. Right. Right. So. Um, for the U.S., yeah. we're looking at around over a thousand deaths so far. Yeah, this information comes from the New York Times, by the way. Which, side note, there's no paywall for national New York Times coronavirus coverage, so feel free to go there and get some information. Um, so Congress is close to passing a two trillion dollar stimulus bill. If I understand correctly, this is the largest bill ever, uh, as far as money goes. This is, yep. per Reuters, this is per Reuters. Uh, the Senate has already approved the bill uh, in a very rare nonpartisan vote. It was, uh, or uh, I'm sorry, bipartisan vote. It was 96 to nothing. The only people who didn't vote, there was four senators who didn't vote. I believe it was all because of health re reasons. They yeah. Died. So there's four there's four senators in quarantine. Yeah. So those are, there's that's the only reason why it was yeah. nothing. That's really interesting yeah. too because. Just a few days earlier, uh, they voted against it. So I mean, it's that's just that's just politics. It's gonna happen, right? Which I think is ridiculous, but whatever. You know, like this isn't uh, the time to be. This isn't the time to be part stopping. Something. Oh, I mean, I agree, but but seeing that they voted ninety nothing, hundred percent of the everyone voted for it, that gives me a lot of hope. They're taking right. it very serious. Uh, the House is up next, and they're fully expecting to pass this bill on Friday, which would be today when you're listening. Yeah, both party leaders have um, pretty much yeah, said it's well, going to pass. Yeah. Speaker Pelosi and Nancy Pelosi and minority are basically saying, no, we're good. Don't worry. It's going to pass. So that's a huge, huge sign. Uh, from USA Today, I'll just give a, a really interesting tidbit. The bill would include a one-time payment of $1,200 per adult and $500 per child. Uh, there'd be $367 billion given to small businesses to help them out, uh, $500 billion for loans to corporations, $100 billion to hospitals and the healthcare system, 
And I, 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 if I understand correctly from the quote I got from USA Today, unemployed are probably going to receive around 600 a week, if I understood that correctly. But there, there's a there's a aspect where the unemployed will be getting more consistent benefits and a little bit more. Um, yeah. So uh, there yeah. is a uh, there is a cap on the 1200 that you can receive. So twelve oh, yeah. twelve hundred dollars is for people make. who for singles who make seventy five thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Um. Now, if you make seventy five thousand dollars and over, you're you're still going to get money, but it will be less dependent right. on how much over seventy five thousand you make. I think it's up to either one hundred twenty five or one hundred fifty. There's a ratio that they go. Yeah. Forever, like a percentage, how much you go after. Uh, you go over 75, you lose like 50 or 100 bucks on the check you're going to get. And and I think that if you make more than that, but you have children, I think you still fall into that category where you can still get that money right. and then you get that for your children as well. And then um, if, you fi- like if you're married and you file jointly, you get a $24 check for households that have incomes of $150,000 or less. Yeah. So it's, essentially, it's essentially the same. Yeah. Like each person getting 1200, but get because you file jointly, you're only filing one tax return. So, right. And how you'll get paid if you've already filed your taxes and you get it direct deposit. If you don't do direct deposit for your tax refund, it will come in the mail in a check. Uh, a few more things I want to touch on before I get to some interesting coronavirus local stories. Uh, the Waffle House Index is showing some interesting numbers. Yeah, what is this, that, by the way? Because so, I started reading your yeah, notes, and I have no yeah. idea what this is. So this is something that means that I understand it's u- usually used when there's hurricanes. So growing up in Houston, the hurricane hurricanes were always a threat. So the Waffle yeah. House Index is a, a, a not a joke. It's 100% a stat used by FEMA to gauge the severity of a natural dis- disaster's effects. The idea is that the impact of a disaster can actually be measured by how many Waffle Houses remain open since their policy is to, yeah, I'm not even kidding. Their policy is to literally never close. And whenever they close, FEMA can judge, okay, this is is a bad, badly affected area, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Right now, their their closures are off. Out, off the charts, there's 418 that are closed, which is a huge number for them. Usually it would be yep. just, oh, the city of Houston shut down 10, but there's still 20 open, part, you know, whatever. So it, it, believe it or not, it sounds like a joke, but it, it's 100% a thing that FEMA actually uses uh, to gauge the severity of a natural disaster. Um, that was just a little thing I want to throw in there. So going back to local stuff, you guys might find this very interesting. Ohio... Based off of phone data, Ohio is apparently doing an excellent job of social distancing. I guess there's some company that can trace. I don't know how this works legally. But it's tra- creepy. <laughs> yeah, it is super creepy. They're tracing phones and they're seeing that a lot of Ohioans are legitimately staying in their house or just doing grocery shopping or going to their job if they have an essential job. Um, so as creepy as that is, it's also a point of pride that Ohio is taking this very seriously and doing, we're doing our part. Um, little local business news, Western Reserve Distillers, which is in Lakewood, are using their alcohol to make hand sanitizer. 
due to the shortages that are going around. So props to them for doing that service to everyone. Um, a positive note, Ohio beer sales went up 38% the week of the shutdown or right before the shutdown. And per a Cleveland Scene article, a lot of it was because people went out to go stock up on local beer. And according to their predictions, this number, I don't know if it's going to be 38%, but then the, the, the beer sales should actually be steady. Uh, as a lot of people seem to be supporting breweries, either getting takeout crawlers or just buying beers in stores or doing the delivery service. So that's excellent news. Uh, I hope that really helps. I hope our local brewery scene doesn't suffer too much damage during this disaster. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see how that how that number is now. Um, right. Now that we've been in it for two weeks, because I think I agree. I so that stat was the week like leading up to, right? Um, and there was a warning by Governor Dewine that was saying bars and restaurants were going to close. Right. And I think originally people were like, "Oh my God, like we're not going to be able to get beer or food or anything. Like we like right. we need to like stock up now." And then, you know, it started to leak out like, hey, they're not totally being shut down. You just can't you just meet can't. there. Exactly. Yeah. So you can get yeah. takeout beer like we did this week. You can get takeout food. You can get delivery right. beer or food, like stuff like that. So I'm interested yeah. to see what those numbers are now. Yeah, you bring up a great point. Uh, I do think <laughs> that it's so ingrained in Clevelanders to drink local that they're probably still going to at least go to the grocery oh, store. Oh, 100%. So you're right. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see, like, um, this is no surprise. Destination Cleveland is extending the period to get your brewery passport stamped and to complete the passport. Um, not a surprise. That's kind of obvious, but Jimmy, can you confirm or deny that? Um, if it's, if that's what Jordan read, I can confirm it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got it from, I got it from basically their website. Uh, so let's, before I wrap up coronavirus, and that's what I had, let's talk about, uh, our supporting our local restaurants. So obviously we, we did platform Noble Beast and Collision Bend for the beer. Yep. So that's great. I'm happy to, to help them out. Um, I got proper pig this week. I got their rib deal and they were very appreciative. I love proper pig. It's probably one of my favorite places. So the ribs were delicious. Uh, is anyone else? To, I mean, it's obviously it's not some. If you have, it's no big deal. But uh, I've been doing a lot of grocery shopping too, so I'm not going to be eating out as much, half as much as I. Need. Um, another cool for those who are interested in takeout, Condado Tacos, which just opened up in Westlake. There's a couple other locations in the city. They have a ten dollar. It's called a Bud Box, and you get two tacos and either your choice of chips and queso or guac. So not a bad you hear that deal. Barrio. What do you got? What do you yeah. got? Well, I'm sure, doing it. Yeah, I'm sure Barrio's gonna do something similar. Shout out Nico, executive chef at Barrio, my bud. <laughs> if you're listening, shout out. That's right. Yeah, so that's honestly, guys, that's my wrap up. But I just feel like it's a good idea to all stay informed. Um, you know, there's so many there's so much statistics and so many different things going around online. I've con I've made the decision to obviously take this very seriously because we don't know how much it would affect somebody of our age or not. So right. uh, please stay in. There's so many great apps like uh, 
like either Facebook chat, like we're using for video. We're using yeah, Discord Tinder. to record this. Uh, Tinder, <laughs> Tinder, uh, Bumble, all that stuff. There's a there's a, a farmersall.com. There's a cool <laughs> app called House Party that I just joined. Oh yeah, to, yeah. It's, it's it's just another video chat option. Uh, you know. Um, and then there is Netflix party options, I guess, where you can have house a party. Like a, what is yeah. house party? Remember, that's what uh, your sister. That's what Jen did. Uh, she mm-hmm. set up like a little. So basically, you can all not, watch. Jen's not my sister. I'm, I meant Jimmy. Well, I was the one who asked. Oh, I pointed to Jimmy as if that <laughs> meant anything. We're all brothers and sisters. Yeah, every, we're all related somehow. Right now, we're but, all brothers. Um, hermanos, so, hermanas. So yeah, Netflix has a party option where you can essentially. I did that. Yeah. So yeah, if you pause it or you know it stops it for everyone, blah blah blah. And then I think there was a chat option. Is that correct, Dan? Yeah, there's a chat feature, yeah. kind of like, kind of like any sort of group message that you have, yeah. like a Facebook group message or something can, like that. Yeah, it's on channels. the right. It's on the right side of the screen. So it. It's kind of it's kind of tough if you're doing AirPlay and you put it on your on your TV like from your laptop. It's kind of tough to see, but if you're just watching a movie by yourself with friends, and you're doing a, uh, and you're just using your laptop, it's easy to see. Gotcha. But yeah, it's a cool feature. I think it's cool just to know that even though you're at home by yourself, like you're doing the same thing that you know your group of friends are doing, which I think is cool. Yeah. No. Definitely. Because you know you can text, you can Snapchat, you can do all that stuff, but that's just like that's stuff we do on a normal basis. Like actual, like the actual setting up of something. Um, I think it helps. So yeah, oh, I agree. It makes it a lot. It makes it a lot more easy to bear. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I think just for me, I mean, we talked about it. I think it's just the fact that now that we've been doing this, I I know for me, I've been working from home now since last Tuesday, so I'm going stir crazy. So but does yeah. it not feel like it's been like Jordan? You said two months. It feels like this has been going on forever, right? Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, that, but, that's. Um, I guess that's how humanity reacts. It's just the like like we're so used to being on the go, like go 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 go. Like time goes faster when we're forced yeah. to slow down and not do anything. Well, like, really? and I, I I think humans are more adaptable than we realize. Like if you talk, well, there's not many left, but people that went through World War II. You know, a lot of times people that lived in the U.S. And, and factories and everything was all changing and life here was weird. And, you know, they, they don't think of it as some crazy thing. It was more like, oh, I mean, that's what we had to do. And I think we're right. going to look back and we're going to be like, you know, it wasn't that bad. It was weird and obviously tons of inconveniences. But what else are you going to do? Like panic right. every day? You're just going to change your life and change your routine and adjust. But, um, yeah, uh, I actually had a friend who texted me and they, and they said um they listened to our corona episode episode 98 and um shout out you know who you are thanks for listening new listener by the way um oh but they're basically saying how it was funny to hear how it was like two weeks ago how freaked out we were it was like the night after the nba got canceled then the nhl then the mlb blah 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 just how frantic we were we didn't really know what was to come and yeah a lot's changed and a lot's you know been worse a lot's gotten better good news bad news since then but um i think that's the craziest thing that we've learned about all this is it's really a day by day even hour by hour maybe not so much anymore 
uh, virus, what we're dealing with when it comes yeah. to updates. So uh, we could be doing this for, you know, another month, two months, like who knows. But um, I, yeah. I think we good, we got a pretty good setup here. And thankfully to this technology, we can keep doing what we love and give content yeah. to the listeners. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, shout out to Jordan's cousin, Caleb, by the way. Uh, Pineapple shout Freak yeah. on the social medias. If you want to check him out in his podcast called Wholesome Transmissions. Uh, he actually got us all set up to be able to do this all remotely um and not very low tech like we have been doing sorry to all of our sorry to all of our guests that we have done this uh with in the past where we've done speakerphone and holding on to a microphone because none (laughs) of us know what the hell we're doing we're we're low low budget (laughs) so shout out to caleb uh for helping us out with this um and and as we're recording this now we have no idea how this is going to sound when we post it so if it sounds great uh Awesome. awesome if it sounds like crap uh, just Sorry. hang tight with us, and we'll make some adjustments next week. <laughs> yeah, check out. Uh, we we always try to support wholesome transmissions. Uh, they're gamer based podcasts, like video games. But they he's been kind of steering. He and Radio, his co hosts, have been steering the podcast to more of a like a relationship and um, like self help. Yeah, self help, mental stability kind of a podcast. In fact, their most recent podcast deals with loneliness, and they they, they put this out intentionally Aww. because they knew that people were going to be going through a lot of loneliness during the quarantine yep. situation. So it's a great episode well, I can to check out. Hand up. I can vouch for that. Yeah, it's, it's a tough time not, for a lot of I us. have not seen my family since last almost two weeks. That's a long time. Yeah. And we're actually so my grandmother just flew back today from Florida. So we're oh my God. Like, yeah. Well. We're like, oh my God, I hope she's all right. But wow. she seems like she's all right. And then I I talked to my my grandma ninety. He's, I think he's gonna be ninety four this year. Uh either ninety three or ninety four, I think. And uh he seems to be doing fine. So he does he's like, Yeah, I don't go outside ever. Like good. good. Um he has <laughs> What you should be doing. He's 93 and still lives at his house. Um, so he has, they have help that comes over and prepares his meals and stuff for him. So anytime they're over, they wear gloves, he wears gloves, like all that sort of stuff. So there's no yeah. like, you know, contact or whatever. So, so yeah, but he, he seems to be doing well. Uh, my grandmother's hopefully, fingers crossed, is doing well. So, mm-hmm. you know, just continue to pray that this all just goes away. Right. I mean, talk about a life-changing thing just in terms of hygiene itself. Yeah. We're being told, yeah. wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. I mean, I have know people, granted, I'm guilty of doing it in the past, not washing your hands after the bathroom. I think all of us are. But mm. that's going to be extremely frowned upon. In the- well, Jordan, get out of here. You've done it I've, at least I've once. Never, I've never not since I was Not even as a kid? I know. I am a germaphobe. Wow. Person. Okay. Well, I am. So I, I think not... I, I, I will say this like, if I'm at work or at a public place, I always wash my hands. Yeah. When I go to the bathroom. For sure. If I'm at home by myself, yeah, there might be one or two times that I might not do it. Like, whatever. We're all guilty and you're lying unless you're Jordan, apparently. Zero. Say that that apparently, Jordan, apparently, Jordan has never, like, like I think Jordan, the how, many, how, many time, how many times have you come home? From the bars, drunk, and you you say that you've never not washed your Nat- hands going to the bathroom. Naturally, naturally, I just wash my hands. It's it's a no brainer. That's objectively. I think, wow. the only, I think I think the only times I have there if I'm like at a house and there's legitimately no 
way to wash my hands. Um, I, I, I blame it on other people. I see what you, I see what you're about. I always wash my hands. I a never, true Democrat. Blame it on others. A true Democrat. I will blame it on those who need to be blamed on you. <laughs> but all of y'all. But again, like going forward in the future, and that's uh, redundant. Redundant. Um, like in a public bathroom, you see somebody that just goes and doesn't wash their hands. We're gonna be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Does yeah, this not, right. 2020. Right. Not, do you not remember that? You know, you're 100 percent right, changing. Jimmy. This is gonna change how we all view hygiene, no doubt. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. Yeah. I mean, I'm stocked up on cleaning supplies, so. <laughs> yeah, you should see my basement. You should. No, see I, 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 I know you got. You guys probably have more toilet paper than I know what to do with. I it's do, disgusting. I, I yeah, shout that. out to having a, yeah. uh, never mind. <laughs> I might, I might need to, uh, <laughs> a very caring mother is what I, I might need. Say. I might need to place an order at the. Yeah, you should, and uh, I'm gonna start selling it for fifty dollars a pop. Yeah, there you, okay, you're gonna be one of those oh, a holes. Okay, one of those. Yeah, get yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Yeah. One of those. One of those a holes. Oh, yeah. Capitalism well. at its finest, boys. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully this doesn't last as long as I think some of the uh, sensationalizing media exactly. outlets are. I think That's we're somewhere in the order. middle. Yeah, I agree. We're somewhere in the middle. There's the governor of New York <laughs> came out the other day and said <sighs> four to nine months. Like, first of all, how do you get that that sort of time range? Four to nine months. <laughs> and yeah, we <laughs> the time the, the time ranges are all over. The- Right. I mean, there, there's, there are people, there are people out there that's saying like two weeks and then, you know, I, I know why he's doing this. I think it's stupid that he says it publicly, but I think he's doing this as a tactic to try and jumpstart the economy. The president said he wants to open the country back up by Easter. I think he's out of his mind if he thinks, and I don't think he actually thinks that that can be accomplished. I think he's just trying trying to to get Wall Street. He was trying to stop the, the, the market from tanking Mm -hmm. and that. Not, not, I'm not. I'm not crediting him with that statement, but uh, that with the stimulus bill, the market has been recovering over the last few days. I'm sure it's yeah. going to tank, again, but it's starting to come back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I think, I think you're absolutely foolish if you think our lives are going to be again before May. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. I don't know what that looks like. Like, I don't know if that means that we start filtering back into working from our normal facilities again. Um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. But um, it's just a scary thing. It's something. It is. And it it's is. something we've never seen before. Right. And and I think I think like from what you said with with your friend who was listening, and when this first started, and we were freaking out over everything starting to get canceled, especially with sports, because that was the first thing to go. To now, when we're kind of like, all right, we've got our, our minds wrapped around it a little bit. We know the severity of it. We know what's 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 happened. I think because especially us three, and then I don't know anybody really not taking this seriously. Mm-hmm. But I think if you just adhere to what, especially, and I'm going to credit him again, go, uh, incredible through all this. If you just follow his guidelines, don't leave the house unless you have to, unless you have to go to the grocery store, the pharmacy, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You should be fine. And the main thing is, is stopping the spread. 
That's the main thing. And that's why we don't know how long this is going to last because we don't know exactly when the spread is going to start to slow down. Like this started in the beginning of the year in China and just now they're starting to get back to somewhat sense of normalcy. Well, I've recorded like of what, what's been recorded, you know, right. this could have been sometime in the fall. Like I, I've heard people right. saying they were really sick in October, November, like who knows what it could have been. Nobody really knows when it came over. Right. Um, that's we're gonna, a scary part, we're gonna, you know? I think especially over the next week, I think we're dead. And, and like Jordan mentioned earlier with the, uh, 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 the health general or whatever her, her title is, Dr. Whatever. I can't remember her name. I, I'm going crazy. But uh, she said that we could see thousands of cases a day. Blah, blah, blah. This is going to spike. And if you look at the trends, it has been incrementally going up every day, like the amount of cases we've been having. And I think that's going to keep going. Mm-hmm. It's just when is that going to start to flatten and then ultimately start going down? Because once we see it to start to flatten and then go down, that's when we're like, okay, we have this corralled, we think, and we can start maybe to, you know, start coming out of our caves and start living our lives again, hopefully. But we don't know. We don't know when that's going to happen. So, yeah. But, but I implore everybody, stay home. Hashtag stay home. Keep doing this. As much as it sucks. And we said that we're going stir crazy. We're going nuts. Like it's it's crazy. Like nothing. We've never experienced anything like this at home before. But it will only get worse if you don't stay home. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's kind of a silly thing to to think this is uh, such a hardship on people. Granted, it takes you out of your normal life and going places, blah, blah, blah. But literally, it's just you have to stay home and stay where you are, watch TV, just kind of live yeah. a uh, sedimentary lifestyle. Like, oh, geez, how tough, you know. But I get it. You, you go crazy and, you know, get a little bored. And I don't know what this guy's doing in the camera right now. Jordan's yeah, just, uh, just... I'm looking at, I'm looking at Twitter. Oh, I thought like you were like looking at like for looking for like zits or something. Your yeah. face is so close to your skin. Yeah, it's because it's because my phone's close. Got it. Got it. Join your skin silky smooth. Let me credit oh, you there. I'll tell you. My, uh, I'll tell you my skincare routine later. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah we'll There's drop that on uh, yeah. social media. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we got anything else? Anything I think else that's talk it. About? Anything? Anything? That. Anything? Um, just a, uh, word to the wise, uh, we're probably going to keep doing this, um, as far as the remote recordings go, hopefully this sounds good. Um, otherwise, like we said, like I said earlier, we'll tweak it, but, uh, yeah, check us out social media. We're going to be tweeting about all this. Uh, we're going to hopefully start thinking about some cool things to do on social media to kind of keep people yeah. interacting with us like during this time when everybody's sitting at home like trying to find something to do um so yeah follow us on social media at the lotl podcast you can find all of our embedded links to all of our episodes on our website lotlpodcast.com um yeah just everybody stay safe stay healthy keep staying home uh you know do these uh House party app things, do these uh, Skype with family, friends, all that. Do that. 
uh, to get your interactions. And uh, hopefully, you know, this will pass soon enough. But, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, if you guys got nothing else, that's going to do. Um, so for uh, Jordan and Jimmy, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land episode. <clears throat> and uh, we will talk to you guys later. See ya. Bye. All right. Peace out. Don't be surprised when it